Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street. Today is 11-11. Make a wish, boys. I wish. I wish. of the podcast. If you have Ooh. been along for the ride, it's a lot of podcasts. It says 173 on the bottom. 173? Damon fucked it up because it's 174. Yeah, I'll wear that. It's de- I absolutely <laughs> told him it was 174, too, and he just decided to not listen to that. That's neither here nor there. Welcome in. Appreciate you guys. Today you got Full House again. It's kind of getting... Get the streak going. Getting, getting to be a normal thing here. It's almost like we're, I mean, pla- it's, it's it's almost like we're planning Murph. it. It's completely on Murph. It's, it's everybody and then Murph. It's whether Murph is just pouring beers or not, but... Yeah, we're happy I to have match. you, and we're, uh, how are we doing? There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I was expecting these these off-season episodes to kind of be a little stale for the early half, at least, no. until we get close to like, the winter meetings, but the rumor mill is is piping hot right out of the gate, and that's honestly kind of weird, because the past couple of years, we haven't had shit for past the winter meetings. Last season, nothing really happened in the winter meetings, unless I'm... Completely everything happened something. after the winter meetings. Yeah, last yeah. year was like everything was just dead silent. It was just like, are they going to resign DJ? And then it was the mm-hmm. that was the only Cash- conversation. It was literally asking Cashman that one, so we can be like, yeah, we're going to evaluate all options. And yeah. then well, they were it's just like, yeah, we we're like, going to try to stay under the luxury tax. And now that we did, fucking stupid. Which now I'm getting vibes and people are talking uh, that we're going to spend. Ken Rosenthal said we're going to spend like oh nine. And I don't I, believe that. I also have been getting vibes before he said that of like, you know, Cashman saying that we're going to retool and upgrade at center field, shortstop, starting pitching, just pitching in general. He's, he had a quote about the entire rotation as a whole. Catcher. Just catcher as well. Like nothing, nothing seems to be off limits right now, which is very exciting because as we talked about last episode, Chandler wants to blow it up. And we all do too, to an extent. We just want to see new blood juiced into this fucking lineup because, like we say all the time, running the same shit out over and over again with expecting different results is the definition of insanity, and we don't want that to happen. Uh, the one good thing that did happen is <laughs> Andrew Heaney is now a member of the Dodgers. That's probably the most important news we're going to hit. Um, he's going to replace Kershaw. Replace Dude, Kershaw. I got I to gotta say, like, guy... He won. The guy had a terrible season. He was in the media more than 
more than any, any time in his entire career, got shit on by all of us, and somehow was the first free agent to get a multi-million he dollar deal. Eight and a half he million won. dollars. He won. How do you? How are you that bad at everything? That was you such do a big fuck you to everybody. Over how many he won. years though? One year. Okay, that's still dude. I, did you see what so they said much. too? What a terrible, like, terrible year. And they he think gets, he's gonna be he the comes next back Robbie and wins. Yeah, that they, dude, they they're looking. Dude, for... I have a hot take. He's gonna be sneaky good next. No, he's probably. Not. No, he's not. I think he's, he's gonna be us. worth eight million dollars next year because he's not in the Yankees. Hard disagree. I mean, he's going to another big market, so maybe not. But like, there are so many people. Like, look at Lance Lynn. Like, the guy sucked, and Earth, then he leaves. I mean, I, mean do you, I don't know. Like, it happens in Chicago's another big market. That, like, but yeah, but that's just he's not going. Possible. He's not going to the Reds. He's going to the Dodgers. Like, are you? Well, yeah, the but same... Lance Lynn went to the White Sox. Like, it's another big. Not Lance Lynn not. throws ninety eight and has like. Fucking Lance Lynn was a high value guy that's been like super highly regarded for a long time, and he was off for like a little bit. He had a slow start to his career, then went to New York. It was like meh, and then he went and kind of discovered everything. Heaney's oh, he not gonna Texas just actually first. Didn't he? Who Lynn? Yeah, yeah, he went to, he went to Texas, Texas and then to then, Chicago because yeah. yeah, they had those bobbleheads anyway. that they were giving. Yeah. Away no, the, the, point the, the point is that there are people that there are, there are people that come into New York, suck, leave, go somewhere else for a decent Heaney's deal. He's not that well. guy. You're He's not gonna breed. Heaney doesn't throw 99. He throws fucking spinning sliders at 78, and they get hit 600 feet. The ball that Shohei Otani hit would have went out of fucking polo grounds. So. Like, <laughs> save, save the clip. I'm, I want to see what he does at the end of next year. I do too, because he's going to. I don't think he's going to be great. June. I think he's going to be worth eight million. He's going to be a perfectly, slightly below average AAA pitcher. I mean, the fact that they're saying that they they want him to be the next Robbie Ray means that they have expectations for him to at least very not not do that. Maybe that's uh, what they're hoping for. You always hope for somebody to have a good year, but like they're they have plans for him in the rotation. It sounds like. And does that also mean that they're going to... I never... Like, you see all these graphics with free agents, and we're going to get into it, all the free agents. Cause there's, we could sit here all day and talk about all the free agents on the list. The way we're going to go about this offseason is, like, there's obviously going to be rumors, so whatever is currently being talked about, obviously, in Yankee Land, we're going to hit on. So there's there happens to be a bunch of different names that are in the rumor mill for today's episode that we'll hit. Um, but when I see names like Kershaw... He's not going to go anywhere. Like Verlander is probably going to go somewhere else. But like, do you see Kershaw moving? Because I mean, I don't. Like, this all ties back to the thing that I'm saying about Heaney having a role in their rotation. Like, will he? I, I don't. Well, they're not going to sign him for more than 18 million. So it's kind of. I can't see Kershaw on another team. Did you see his interview? But is he, but is he going to sign for less than 18 million? Did you know, see man. Kershaw's interview? It what didn't really. He didn't seem to. Uh, too sure of his future. I don't know. He's just like, yeah, I mean, I haven't heard anything. Nobody's really talked to me. So I guess we'll see what happens. Up. Dude, I mean, he's yeah. literally the best probably, pitcher of this generation. I was going to say, no shit. He's probably the best pitcher of our generation. Probably the best lefty since like Sandy Koufax or fucking he, close to it. Yeah. If I was a Dodgers fan, I'd be fucking pissed. If, if this is how they're going to treat him. Do you think he's better than Verlander? I Verlander's do. not a lefty. I do. I didn't say lefty. You said oh, I thought you were talking about of our lefty. generation. I mean, oh yeah, a hundred percent. Verlander got an MVP, but Ver, so did Kershaw. So why don't we use that as well, a nice segue? Here's the thing. Hold one more thing. Verlander also so remember Verlander fell off, and his end in his the end of his tenure in Detroit 
which is why the Astros went and got him on cheap, and then they had all this spin rate shit that made him and Cole amazing. But he fell off completely. He was throwing like four to five ERA. He was getting hammered. He was playing half a season, and then he went to Houston and revitalized his career. But there was a time period there where they thought Verlander was done. But Kershaw's never had that. When Kershaw's having a down year, he's throwing to like a 3-4 ERA. Yeah, but also Kershaw's like – I mean, I guess he kind of put it to bed with the World Series, but he's also been a notoriously bad postseason pitcher. Yeah, but Until I don't. The last two years. We got the one. Let's let's enough of this. This isn't Dodgers podcast. Okay, yeah, you love we're, saying that when we talk about another season. baseball team, but no, like it's no, worth the conversation because they're both free bunch. agents. I mean, we have a lot to talk about. That's I, why I was going to. No, we had a time limit. I mean, it is pretty fucking late. Yeah, we have. We're all talking. We're talking. We're, Peel back the curtain a little bit. We're recording this at twelve o'clock at night, and Chandler had a little hissy fit before we started. Twelve o'clock in the morning, actually. I did not have a hissy fit. Work tomorrow. You guys are have no. uh, You don't want to get started. No, that's not at all how that. I was like, oh man, are you guys taking off tomorrow? Like in a cool way. way. I want to take a quick nap and get up and go go to work. (laughs) There you go. I was asking out of just genuine curiosity. So segue into another name that we actually did just mention, and I wanted to use this time because there's a bunch of names that we're going to talk about. And I wanted to play a game of like smoke or fire with the rumor mill going on right now with all the trades and free agency and all that stuff. So with smoke or fire, I was. I like that name. That. I know exactly what you're talking. I know what you're gonna say after. I love the name. I mean, it's it's not something that I made up. It's a. It's Did a, you come up with? Okay, I was gonna say there's no it's, way. You come up it's with a known so. thing. It's like a thing that you could have told me you made it up, and I would have believed you. All right, well, I made it up. So smoke or fire is basically there's a lot of rumors out there right now, and there will be for the rest of the the off season. So. Smoke meaning is this just a smoke screen? Is this is this fake news or whatever? Is this fire? Is Are you this, blowing smoke? Is this a real? Is this ah. real? So is this a real thing or is it just smoke? So why don't we start? Before we get into that, we are doing a giveaway. So if you want to win one hundred and sixty-one dollars, one sixty-one boys, play on our name. Uh, just give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We would really appreciate it, and you would probably really appreciate it if you won one hundred sixty-one dollars. And subscribe to the YouTube. Just search up Bronx Pinstripes on YouTube. We do the live shows on there. A lot of cool stuff that we have planned for this upcoming season. But, yeah, if you give us a five-star rating review on iTunes. And that just... uh, And if you already have done that, don't worry about it. You're already in. Yeah, if you already subscribed and you already have given us a review on iTunes, you're already in. But if you have not, we see the numbers and... You motherfuckers aren't aren't doing shit. So we, we wanted to incentivize you a little bit. $161 out of uh, Chandler, Chandler's uh, crypto Dogecoin portfolio <laughs> that he just he just liquidated because he's moving to the city and he did some cash. It's so, like the win, win Terry Bradshaw's money. It's win yeah, Chandler's win Dogecoin. Chandler's Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first up for Smoker Fire, basically... This is probably a good one to do first because we just mentioned his name. So Yankees were, and if I'm correct me if I'm wrong here, it's a, I saw one of two teams at the Verlander workout. I don't know if it was if that's true. I know they were at the Verlander workout. I don't know if they were the one of one of two teams. I could have read that wrong, but regardless, they were at the Verlander workout. Verlander is 38. He didn't pitch last year, and I, did he even pitch the year before that in the shortened season? He did? No. No. So he hasn't pitched for two years, basically, if I'm not mistaken. Regardless, he's 38 years old. Everybody knows what Verlander is, but we don't know if he's... Yes, he did pitch in 2020. Okay. Either so way. Regardless, he didn't pitch last year. 38. I don't necessarily think it's a 
it's a, a layup. I think this is pretty comparable to the Kluber signing. And, I think it is, but I don't think me. it's like a reclamation project like Kluber because Tommy John is like a known commodity and Verlander's coming out here throwing 97 in his first, first bullpen. And I mean, just honestly, Verlander, yeah. yeah, he was touching 97, 98. And on top of that, Verlander's just no, no slight at Kluber. Kluber, again, is one of the greatest pitchers of the last, I don't know, six, seven years. He's, up there. He's, he's no Verlander. Verlander is special. And I really do think that there might actually be some track. I don't think he's going to be winning a Cy Young, but I think he. I think he has a chance to stay healthy and to be good, a lot better than Kluber did, because Kluber had that nagging shoulder thing, and it was just kind of persistent. And it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a known commodity like Tommy John surgery. Tommy John is just, you know, it's pretty, and not cut and dry because you know it's a major surgery. But you know what I mean. Yeah. So, do you think so, this is smoke or fire? The Yankees being at like, do you think this is this has some legs behind it? Do you think the Yankees are actually going to potentially go after Verlander? And if so, do you want that to happen? No, I don't think they will. I, I wouldn't. Smoke. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Hey, but. Damon gets the idea. Damon understood I, the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> no. I just learned no, this game. I'm the only one that that's following the rules. Well, he asked <laughs> you asked me two questions. Yes, and you went on a tangent. As it's a, it's a quick, no, I didn't. It's a quick round, smoke or fire, and you just went on a whole. Work, quick, you went on a ever, whole. Ever had a quick round no. on anything? Well, because everything. Whenever we say anything, you always say, "Oh, it depends," and then you go on well, an eleven minute, eleven minute tangent on <laughs> why it depends. In the back of my head, and I was going to say it depends. Smoker fire. Well, it depends. You know, if you had a good bullpen, well, then maybe, maybe the coals uh, are a little hot, and then, and yeah. Then, and if you kick them out, you kick them around the enough, then maybe the what's fire the gets air going? temperature? What's the air temperature? Maybe the smoke has a little bit of a you know whatever up north. I was just saying different. I think he'll be better than Kluber. That's all I was getting at. So, do you think that there's a chance here? No. So you're saying smoke. no chance. Murph, sorry. Murph, what do you yeah, think? I think it's smoke unless they can find <laughs> he, Sorry, I'm just saying unless it's like unless it's like a one-year deal where the money where nobody I think somebody's going to overpay for him and I don't think the Yankees are going to I be think that's what I was going to say. They yeah. offered Kluber what? 10 one year 10 mil? Was yeah. it around yep. there? Yeah. So the number in my head he's was going to get more. He's gonna well, no, he's, he's got the qualifying offer and I, sitting the in thing. his back pocket. So if he wants, What's and I think that would be offer? the smartest thing. It's 18 and a half. Yeah. He's not going to get that, though. I think the smartest thing for him would be to take a prove it one year, 18 and a half. He says he wants to pitch till 45. Okay, fine. Then go fucking do it for 18 and a half million dollars and show Does that, that have to be. Nobody pitches until 45 except knuckleballers and Nolan Ryan. Does that have to be with. The Astros? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, the Astros extend the, the qualifying, qualifying offer, yeah. but the Yankees they're, can take him. They're not they gonna they're not gonna extend okay. the offer. It's There's just no, I think it's just too much money for him. I mean if it's more than twelve million, I don't think the Yankees are gonna go for it. And if it's twelve million, Great. then that's kind of a steal. Money aside. It's not gonna be twelve million though. That's money the thing. aside. Money that's aside. Yeah, no, this is right. neither here nor there just predicting what the contract will be. Do you guys want Verlander? Do you think it would be a beneficial ad? I personally do see it very similar to the Kluber deal, but, I mean, Verlander is known to be very good, and he's been very good. His his game has translated, which is kind of shocking because he isn't really just that fin- – he is a finesse pitcher, but he also has a power fastball, so I don't really know. The, the it's, I'll say this. is encouraging, yeah. definitely, but – 
I mean, I'll say this on if I here. want him or not. On what you're asking, if you want him, yeah. if he is not the only move, yes. I don't want another, <clears throat> excuse me, another off season like last year where we go out and get two or three reclamation projects and hope one sticks. If right. you bring in Verlander with no expectations or the expectation that he'll be good and serviceable, then fine. If you bring but, him in as your only pitching ad and you're expecting him to bounce back to ace form and stay healthy over the course of 180 plus innings, then no, I don't want him. I don't yeah, want him at all. I agree. I think if I think if it's him as, as a cherry on top, like end the off season at the end of it, just like get him, and that's like puts us over the edge and really gives us a shot of one having him around all the young pitchers that we do have, like even Severino who hasn't had much experience in the majors he's been in and out in and out but also really younger guys like Luis Heal Clark Schmidt Debbie Garcia all those guys having another guy and he's been with Cole so like those those two mesh together I would assume like that whole thing I agree though if it's a cherry on top of an already finished offseason maybe we get like a Rodon I don't know how the offseason is going to play out but I don't want him to be the the premier pitcher that we get. I want him to be. I want him to be. I want. I want, it, I want him to be the fuck you move. Like, oh yeah, and we got Verlander. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You want him to come on as Clip like that. cherry on top. Clip that. <laughs> the extra serviceable pitcher, but in order for that to happen, you have to pay him like a yeah. serviceable pitcher. You don't yeah. pay for who Verlander used to be. It's See, that's why I don't think that'll eight. happen because and I that's why it's not gonna. Happen. I don't think he's gonna be the cherry on top for that reason because he's gonna cost a lot of money. But that's. Like I said, money aside, that's how I would want it to play out, and that's why I don't think it will play out. So moving on, on the smoker fire. So Cashman addressed the media, and he was actually being very direct with the media when they asked him, which is not something we're used to around this time of year. It's usually just like you're hearing or it through ever. the... You're, or ever. but you're usually hearing it through the grapevine, and then you ask Boone, and then he's just like, you know, I don't really know. I'm not allowed to say anything. And then it's like, oh, whatever, and then it happens and that's that. So Cashman straight up said straight to the media that he contacted two of the shortstops in the market, had two separate conversations with each of their agents, and it was later, it's assumed to be Seager and Correa, and then it was now, now we know that it was Seager and Correa that he has had conversations with for them. So Uh, Is this, we've been talking a lot about Seager Correa. It's obvious that shortstop, I think, is the top priority, and that's that's something that we all all know. Um, Do you think that's smoke or fire that we will land a, I mean, it's not smoke or fire that he's having the conversations. He's having the conversations. Do you think it's smoke or fire that we're actually going to get one of the two? I think it's fire. Fire, all the way fire. I think, do you think this offseason is a absolute bust if we don't get one of the two? 100% yes. Yeah, I think just that's like our that is our clear underlining weakest point. Underlining is not the word. Underlying is the word you're looking for. For one thousand, Damon. Also disagree. <laughs> Wait, what is it? underlying? It's underlying. There's no N. Really? And it's a Y. Underlying. Yeah. Moving on. Learn something new every day, guys. In your case, you learn a lot of new things because you don't know much. So um, grammar is not my thing. Nope. Not your strong suit. So, <laughs> not my strong suit. Do you think, Murph, while you were being a little boy fire. in the little boy's room, fire. <laughs> fire. <laughs> fire, fire, I heard everything. I still have my. Okay. So, no, do you think the offseason is a total bust if we don't get one yes. or two? Okay. Yeah, 100%. We already talked well, about that. Well, actually, actually. Okay. It depends. I, I would, it, 
it's not a depends thing really. It's just I think Semyon wouldn't be a bust. I, I think, think Semyon would be. be the worst case scenario. That's what I said last time. I, it I, mean, is not, I don't know if you were pouring beers, but Semyon is a settle. That's exactly what we said before. Well, yeah, Simeon so, no, is overpaying see, for a settle. I don't see Simeon as a settle as much. Simeon doesn't play shortstop anymore. He did though, and he was. A he wasn't a good shortstop. shortstop. All right, we talked about this. He a was lot. a good shortstop. We talked about this a lot. Murphy's was probably pouring beers. No, but... we talked about this. I know, but he. I think that it is not a bust if we get Simeon. Would I rather have Cray and Seager by a million? Yes. Yes, but that's, that we we talked about that so bust. much as a settle thing. No, like, we don't have to. I don't. Who the. the Fuck. Agree or disagree? Is he a visitor? The fuck is going on? Jeez. Jesus Christ. Is that your fire alarm or your doorbell? Oh. I mean, click the button. Not the time to say hello. Are you guys getting robbed? <laughs> <laughs> Edit this part out. No, leave it in. No, we're not getting robbed. That's our doorbell at the apartment. So moving on to the next one. Did you guys um, order food or something? I don't fucking know. Damon's a nonsense human being. <laughs> yeah, it's Damon's fault. So moving on to the next one. The A's are ready for a fire sale. Uh, they, that seems to be probably everybody, and that's what I assumed. Everybody is available, and that's always the case with the A's because they usually just groom somebody until they get really good, don't have the money to pay for them. They do have the money to pay for them, but they love being the Billy Bean money ball, so they let them walk. Matt Olsen <coughs> is, is exactly that person. We were talking about that before. Other players like Matt Chapman and other people like that. Probably, like, I, I assume nobody's off limits, but the one that they're talking about right now is Olsen. And they also said they're willing to listen to offers for starting pitchers Chris Bassett, Frankie Montas, and Sean Mania. Maybe those could be throw-ins because I wouldn't mind having them as depth pieces. And maybe those are more likely versions of that cherry on top that we were talking about to end the offseason. Like, you're going to get Olsen. That's going to be great, but you're also going to get some pitching depth because you lost Andrew Handy, but just like people in the rotation or soon to be in it, that sort of thing. Because we do still have injury-prone players. Cole's coming off injury. That's not the injury-prone player I'm talking about. We have Seve, who knows what he's going to be. Cole was dealing with hamstring stuff, which actually we saw for the first time was talked about by Scott Boris. He said he was dealing with shit since like the Indians series when he got injured. But what do you think? Smoke, uh, smoke or fire with the the... Olsen trade. I would say fire, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's genuine interest, but I don't think that they'll pull it off. I guess. I think it's fire. I think it's. I think it's going to be something that we're going to talk about more than just on this episode. Like this isn't. This isn't going to be the last time we're talking about it. Whether it's going to happen or not, obviously you can't predict that. Like yes, this is going to happen, but I think the Yankees are going to be willing to give up a decent chunk for that. Obviously, we're talking about like giving up Voight, Glaber, and Andahar, or who is the who is the third? There's Definitely another one. Not. It's gonna on the Michael K show. I feel like they're gonna about. ask for Volpe or Dominguez. They're gonna want Pariah probably. Oswaldo Pariah. No, that's Peraza. They're gonna want Pariah, the center fielder. Oh. I think is his name. Fleury, maybe. No, Pariah's well, younger, and he's he's a fucking he's he's very good. I mean, he's gonna not, be the biggest probably because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's Rule Five eligible too. So he'll be one of the bigger asking pieces. I think he's probably like the twelfth ranked prospect, maybe a little bit higher than that. Uh, I think anything would center around them, and probably Peraza or Cabrera. I'm cool with anybody not named Dominguez and Volpe. 
I don't even care if they trade Volpe. I do. I think I'd, that they could trade Volpe for somebody that's really, really, really good. Exactly. Like, if you were to get a package where you got Olsen and Manaya or Olsen and Frankie Matas, like an established middle rotation arm, and you got Matt Olsen, again, you know, like I said, uh, not like I said, but, you know, we thought Jorge Mateo was the heir to Derek Jeter. That was That was a thing. And now look at Jorge Mateo. He's a fringe MLB player. He's a 4A player, basically. He thought Gary Sanchez was going to be the next all-world catcher. We thought Glaber was going to be this fantastic superstar shortstop, which he still might be a, a superstar at second base one day. But the point is you can't project. You can project all you want, but it doesn't make it factual. How somebody performs season. at 20 years old doesn't mean that they're just going to be this out of this world player. And I'm willing yeah. to give up a 20 year old for a already in their prime superstar. You know what you have. Olsen is a known commodity and it's not like you're getting a scrub. You're not getting a middle of the pack guy. Like, Oh fuck. I hope he does. Okay. You get, you're getting a borderline MVP for a guy that hasn't proven anything past high a yet. So I'm all for it. I don't, I, again, if you're going to do it and you're going to go all in, then Volpe should 100% be on the table in talks. Exactly. If you're going to burn it down and build it back up this year, like all in one offseason, like the 09 thing that we were just talking about, you're not going to get out of there without giving up a Volpe, a Peraza. Obviously, I think Dominguez is untouchable. I don't think he's going to be involved in any deals. But if we're really serious about making that kind of a trade, he's on the table at the very least. Whether yeah. they give him up or not, sure. I don't necessarily even think Matt Olson is the guy that we should be dumping our farm system on, but the I don't either. I'm that just he's saying. involved in a if trade that's the is case, fine. Then, that's, then, why, then why do you even want it? Well, I'm just saying, like maybe there's Rizzo another trade is a package totally that, that fine maybe, option. I would no, I agree, and that's that's exactly what I'm saying. And so, like, yeah, I'd rather get Matt Olson, and maybe we can get him without giving up one of those two guys. But if the deadline comes along, and we have the opportunity to swing something huge there. Then. I'm fine with both of them being on the table. Obviously, maybe not both of them because, but they're both potential made. They have the same kind of thing. Like they're both potential major league shortstop superstars. The next guy that they're trying to bring up, you're not going to necessarily need two of them. To I'm play not. Shortstop. I'm not a prospect hugger, so, but like I, I totally would do like if it's too much for for Matt Olson, like too too much, and I th- I consider that including Volpe. Then I'd rather just bring back Rizzo. Agreed. I don't think it's that big of a step down. I think they're both premier defenders, and obviously Olsen has the edge batting wise, at least in recent years. Rizzo hasn't been like his normal self that he was back in 2016 and all that stuff, and that's that's pretty evident. But um, yeah, no. If it's if it's gonna cause Volpe, I'd rather just bring back Rizzo. Here's the thing you get though with Olsen is you get more payroll flexibility, which even if they spend and go to the luxury tax, it's not just going to be unlimited. And Cashman said that Olsen's still in arbitration and Rizzo How many more years. He's got know? two more, two more years of arbitration. He hits our, he hits free agency at 30. He's 27. So, okay. but, um, you have that. And then Rizzo, I believe if I'm not mistaken, he turned down a hundred plus million from the Cubs already. So if you're bringing Rizzo back, you're not bringing him back for cheap. And that takes away from what you can spend on pitching, on maybe Starling Marte, on something along those lines that you can reinforce elsewhere. 
and you're not spending, I mean, you're not spending money there and you're spending it on first base when you already have a first baseman and Luke Voigt, who's pretty good. I just don't, I don't see the point overpaying for a first baseman cash wise when you have those two options to me. And I know it's probably dumb to say this, but Rizzo is the third option for me. I would have Olsen as my one clear cut one. And then I'd have Luke Voigt at two, spend your money elsewhere, reinforce, get a center fielder, Maybe go get a new catcher, but that would probably have to be the trademark. But you get what I'm saying. Go get a center fielder. Go get a premier starter and roll with it. And then roll with Luke Voigt. Yeah. I would rather see can that. I, can I ask you guys a question? You absolutely can ask me a question, Murphy. Assuming we don't get Olsen, do you think there's any shot that Luke Voigt and Anthony Rizzo are both on the roster next year? Like No, it was? no there's absolutely no shot. That being said, it's going to happen. <laughs> like, I just like. So do you, I just don't feel like... I'm not really worried about first base whatsoever, personally. I am just because it's like, what the hell is going to go on? Like, what? If, what yes, if, but what we, if what if none of the three? But we ha- we have DJ Lemayhu. We have options. Like, I'm not worried about That's it. That's honestly my biggest fear. Why? I don't if, want him to be DJ's the first baseman. If DJ's playing first base, that means we brought in Simeon and another shortstop. Right, but uh, no, but like Glaber's a second baseman. Glaber's playing second baseman. Yeah, second base. Gio's at third, and then you brought in a primetime shortstop. I'm and not. then where does the rest of the money go, though? Like, there's still going to be Pitching, money if we... Marte, Chris Taylor. That's what I'm saying. Like, like okay. we have options at first base, and I don't I don't think that... This, this goes back to the whole thing about overpaying for Olsen. Like, there's no reason to do that when we already have options readily available and we have bigger needs, like center field and pitching. Yeah, I'm just. But so you don't dumb. have to spend the money on Olsen. That's what I'm saying. I don't care if you overpay... Yes, but we're still trading away people that are valuable. That's fine, though. You I have think- two years of Matt Olson being this prime lefty superstar. And I was kind of looking at it the other day. Somebody else brought it up, and I don't remember who it was. It was on Twitter somewhere. But all of the Yankee cornerstone okay. teams have that premier first baseman. They have a cornerstone first baseman, Mark Teixeira, Paul O'Neill. Good. Tino. Do what? Tino. Yeah, exactly. So – we don't have that. Luke Voigt's not that guy, and I'm sorry, Anthony Rizzo's not that guy either. Like, would have Anthony, been in 2016. Yeah, but you, you don't necessarily need a stud first baseman. I'm not saying you need a stud. Game. I'm just saying, historically speaking, which means fucking nothing. I just I think an import a a good first baseman is very important. They make the rest on- about this. Last, I think we're going to sign Rizzo. Yeah, something it's either that be we trade for Olson, he doesn't take a huge cap, or we keep Voight, who also doesn't take a huge hit because they're both in arbitration. Agreed. I think something that you obviously uh, you said a stud first baseman is something that is a trend with the good Yankees team. So is such shortstop. So we need yes, we need absolutely. one of those. So <laughs> well, I, we were spoiled to have the same one. Yeah. For so yeah, we, need, we, need say, we just listed three first basemen, but it was the same shortstop yeah. for that whole span. And I think I agree with Chandler there because. The money is going to be spent on shortstops. The two that we need that we said about, it would be a bust if we didn't have them are going to cost lots and lots and lots of money. And that's fine. Like, the Yankees are going to spend. But with that being said, you can't – like, they don't have – they don't print money. Like, inflation's high, but, like, they don't have all the money. <laughs> like, they, they got to spend we the money. We kind of do, though, because we were under the tax. The tax reset and all that stuff, which doesn't really make the most sense to me, but – so, regardless, I'm, this is obvious, even with the tax resetting, if you spend a lot of money in one spot, you're not going to want to spend just as much money in another spot or try Wait to... Wait a second. 
to limit the amount because they also they want to upgrade the positions they listed out that they want to upgrade are shortstop, you, center field, pitching, and catcher. They didn't mention first base. First base is probably going to be either a trade that doesn't cost a lot of money or a lateral move like one of the ones we have already. So I, I personally think if we're going to spend a lot of money elsewhere in those other positions, Matt Olson makes the most sense over Rizzo because what's Olson's contract? He's, he's due eight. for like 7 or $8 million. That's totally fine. That's not a lot of money. And you get the best player at that cost. That would make the most sense, and it would only cost prospects, which – Honestly, fuck it. Voight's arbitration's probably what four or five. I don't think Voight has a, has a chance of being the first base. I think he's a very strong non-tender candidate, which is sad. But yeah, I think I the, I, the way they've handled it and the way they've cleared, like it, 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 the I'm way Voight, the way I, I think want to be in New York exactly, and the way I think that they're going to handle it is just based on the way they've been handling him recently. It's not what I want. I love Voight. He's done nothing wrong, and that's why it's just an kind of fucking annoying, but. We know how they feel, so I, I, I really think, shaft. yeah, I really think there's a negative chance that he's going to be the first baseman, or even on the roster for that matter. If he's yeah. on the roster, like that makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense to have well, him as a bench. I mean, bat. well, it kind of do- well, it kind of does, because if you can't find a real trade like offer that yeah, he's involved sense. in that you Soft. want to jump on, yeah. then he's a, probably one of the better paid four million dollar players in the league. So like you're right. I, I mean, it sucks for him personally, but if you're the Yankees, it, it doesn't not make sense to bring him back really for four million because he's a great bat. I feel like and they would... God forbid whoever your first baseman that you bring in gets hurt, then you have which will the best happen. backup first baseman. Yeah, exactly. So the like I think thing it does make sense. Talent, Murphy. Saddest thing. In no, life you're absolutely right. And I I hope for his sake and for ours that we can find a trade or something where we get value back and he finds and he's a starting base first baseman on another team and he does well for his I would sake. not be really surprised at all if he got cut. I really wouldn't. I, See, I don't think that that's that's ridiculous. I don't think they would No, do I don't think it's ridiculous at all. That's a waste. Cut? Nobody's going to if he if you don't find a trade partner for him and you have to clear space on the 40 man, he's an easy non-tender candidate. There's no way. I don't agree mm-hmm. with that. There's no way. I don't think so. I'd where, be very surprised what, if that happened. Okay, he was the home run leader two years ago. I'm clipping this. Yeah, that's that's fucking awesome that he was the home run leader two years ago. Fucking Barry Bonds was the home run leader twenty years ago. Like he didn't take that much of a step back last year. He was banged up here or there. Like that, we brought in Rizzo because the whole season he played like a month. Moving on, uh, another athletic, recent athletic, the guy that I've been talking about for a while. And I am once again calling my shot on this one. Starlin Marte will be a Yankee. I think that's obvious. And now we're actually getting reports. They, they tried to trade for him at the deadline, and that, I think, had come out before already, but it's resurfaced now. And now there is new info out there that they are interested in Starlin Marte. Um, this makes the most sense. I've said it so many times on this podcast, but it, I'm now calling my shot. Starla Marte will be a Yankee. It just there, there is no other person that makes sense for center field. Like he's Chris <laughs> Taylor does, and Brian Reynolds. Chris Taylor, makes okay. a, Chris Taylor makes a lot of sense. Chris Taylor is not like your starting center fielder the way that Starla Marte would be. Chris Taylor did not have a good year. Chris Taylor did not have a great okay, year. He no, had a good postseason. He had a good postseason. First of all, his year he was did not have great. a really good year, and then he got hurt, and then he struggled a little bit, and then he made up for it in the play. No, he was he was great in the playoffs. I'm not going to take that away. He from was him. he was really good during the regular season. He got banged up here and there, and his numbers might not have been that great, but he was 
a cornerstone of that team for the entire. The thing year. I do and like about Chris football. Taylor as well is that he plays like every position, which is great. Literally everywhere. I, mean, I think two fifty last season. I think Brian Reynolds would be the number one slam dunk, which they were they were apparently checking in on him. We saw that today, uh, like this morning. But I so those think are that two is... on my list. Let's let's do Smoker Fire with with Starlin Marte first, and we'll hit Brian Reynolds after that. So Smoker Fire, Starlin Marte, Smoke, Smoke. I think it's Smoke too, to be honest. What? Like obviously I want him, but I just. So I don't know. It's hard, time, it's hard for me to think about it. So all that time I was calling my shot, you guys were all just like, fuck this guy. Well, in the back of my head, I was going to say, Smoke. you said it was obvious, and yeah, I think that's... that was a wild thing to say. Obvious to me. Far from obvious. I just um, don't think they're going to pay that much money for a 32-year-old center fielder. Look at what happened with Hicks. Look at – and you have so much outfield depth in the minor leagues. There's no fucking point in spending big for a long-term deal for no, Starling. That's Martin. not what it would be though. That's he's, he's old. Like you said, I would, it's not going to be a Hicks seven year deal. I would give Starling Marte a three year deal, pay him good. And that's going to be a perfect pass the torch to the younger guys. That's exactly not a what lot of 32 year old people yeah. that are not a lot of 32 year old players are going to take a three year deal. Yes, exactly. Here's a, he turned down five years in Miami because he wanted six or seven. I would okay, turn well, down one year, four hundred and fifty million dollars yeah. in Miami. But he turned. I'm not gonna give him six or seven. So if that's well, no, he if wanted, that's the thing. That's what he, he wanted to stay in Miami. But maybe he, he wants to be for a, playing for a contender too. So he literally his preference was to stay in Miami, but he wanted a five or six year deal, and they wouldn't give it to him, so he left. Or they it traded would, him. I don't necessarily think it's smoke. I think like they're. Obviously, they're checking in on him. There's something to it, but it's that's one of those kind of things where I feel like if that trade notification or that signing notification comes across my phone and be like, that's too much money. Yeah. I, I, either too much money or too many years because if you give him too many years, then you're stuck with Hicks for five and Starla Marte for five, and then five years from now, you've got, I don't know, you've spent – $200 million in center field and both of them are 40 and you got five years of them. Yeah. That's very, very true. So you three are all smoke on Starling Marte. I don't, I'm not necessarily as far on smoke as these two. I are. like I, Starling Marte, but I don't want Starling Marte for what it's going to cost. Okay. Years. Also for what it's worth, the fact that you're trying to speak it into existence makes me think it's a little more fire because you have a tendency to do that. It's because I'm smart. I think it makes a lot, it makes a lot of sense in terms of like our need and the type of player he is. But I think to Chandler's point, like I do think he's going to ask for too much, and that's why I'm, I'm a little hesitant to why if it's actually going to happen. What or if not. they loaded up the? Here's how I would do it, and I think he would accept this: is load up the AAV, get a center fielder that can fucking hold it down for two, three years. Load up the AAV, win now with him. He would accept higher AAV for three years versus a lower, like I'm saying, give him like one and a half times what he dollars? wants. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying, give him? raise the AAV per year and let him play. I mean, that just that would be a more a a, a better but, contract on the Yankees side of things. You don't have you don't have a a big one on your books for a while like you do with Hicks. You which do if you're trying to get one of the shortstops. No, but we're talking but, about getting these short the seniors no, and the, the two, Correas of the, the world. Two if we people, bump up his AAV. Okay, but the two positions they said they wanted the, the two the two that they were that's we're not even talking about that right now, but the two I mean, positions of most <laughs> like, need. I know, I know, I know. 
But the two positions of most need that they want to upgrade on, they said, were shortstop and center field. Two of the most arguably important positions on the baseball diamond, and, and that's not an argument. They are the two most important. They're the quarterbacks you know of the defense. And center field. Brian Reynolds. Chris Taylor and Brian Reynolds. I think Brian Reynolds plays multiple positions also. He, Brian Reynolds base. he, he awesome. plays less outfield than Chris Taylor does, but I think yeah. technically he plays. Hey, Chris outfield. Taylor doesn't like excite me though. Tris, you know? Chris Taylor gets me riled up. I want That's that the kind of player so you want. You always talk about that. You've you, been yeah, preaching that since the day Strappy I met you. speed. Like, that's literally what okay. we need. That doesn't mean that I have to get excited about every fucking scrappy, fast player. I have I have preferences if, amongst my If you're going to get excited about any scrappy, fast player in baseball right now, yet Starling alone Marte. somebody that's on. I think you're just too attached to Starling Marte. I think you're too attached. You are. You, Starling Marte is not a superstar. I could I could bet yeah. you right now. I'll bet you he's right now. He's thirty fucking two. He's been now. playing for ten years. He stole he's not forty-seven a bags last year. Can I think Chris Taylor is as serviceable as, as Starling Marte? Agree to disagree. And for a way better deal. So moving on to Brian Reynolds. So there's a lot of uh, talk in the rumor mill about Brian Reynolds being on the trade block. They he has I think he's under control until 2025. So I saw that the Pirates don't necessarily need to move him so like they're not unless they're wooed by a deal which i think for brian reynolds i read that that would deal would include guys like volpe and guys like jason Dominguez. so if that's the case that that makes sense for the pirates i mean he has not a lot of money on the payroll he's got a lot of control for the team like it they they are not center fielder switching center there's no reason to move him if you're the pirates unless you get wooed by a deal but they love giving up their best players but for for (laughs) their favorite thing to do but i think for a good deal i think that's the only way he'd get moved. So I think this is smoke, but what do you guys think? I don't think it'll happen. He was uh, one of the players I really wanted at the deadline. I just don't I, – I think it'll cost too much. Not even – you know, like I said earlier, I don't mind giving up prospects, but he's going to cost – if it's rumored that it's astronomical, then it's higher than what we can even imagine as fans. So Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. I mean, this, it'd be this really one cool makes... if this cycles around at the deadline again, and we're making a push, and maybe he's playing a little bit lower than expectations, and maybe we can grab him for a little less. But this upcoming deadline, then. you're saying? Yeah. All right, call your shot, Murphy. I'm calling it right now. Clip Take the it. tape again. No, I don't think any of us are on the same. I, I think we're all on the same page here that none of us think that this is going to happen. But if it did happen, that'd be awesome. I mean, he's a very good player. There's nothing. That if, the, not, if there was less, like. if there was less years on this deal, I think we'd have a much different conversation. But yeah, if he was like a two-year rental, yeah, and then you got him for two, um, I think that <coughs> that's something that could actually happen. Uh, moving on, Yankees are once again open to upgrading at the catcher position, looking for other people to take over that aren't named Gary Sanchez. So, do we think this just in general? That there will be another person catching other than Gary Sanchez in 2021. Is that smoke or fire? Do you think there will be somebody else catching? I think there's... Hold on. This statement... Here's a statement because that was a little confusing. There will be another catcher catching not Gary Sanchez on the Yankees in 2021. Smoke or fire? That's your statement? That's my statement. Smoke. I think there's a little fire there because why why are you adding Donnie Sands to the 40 man if you're planning on rolling out Gary and Higgy again as your one-two punch? Smoke or fire, the starting catcher of the Yankees is not on the roster right now. I mean, I think Ooh. there's 
a little fire there. I don't I don't think it's like inevitable. I don't think it's even super likely, but I think if they I think if they can get a guy that they feel comfortable with, they won't hesitate. I don't think that Gary Sanchez is I think they're actively trying to get rid of him, I guess. And if they can find anybody that they like for the price that they want to pay, then he's gone. I mean, I, I would love for that to happen. Like, I'm totally, I, you know, we, we've all been saying this for the entire fucking season. I think we're all over it. If that happens, I'm, I'm all for it. I'll support the hell out of that. Um, Higgy's going to be the backup catcher regardless because of Cole. Like, there's no way he's going to be moving anytime soon. Any chance Higgy's a starter? I don't think no. so. I, he, no. They, they tried that. I think that there's just, he's too inconsistent with the bat and. You know, he's a good I mean, defender, but that's that's it. So it's Gary. I so. think that they're gonna bring somebody else in. Um, that's like the Higgy type player. Maybe that's a little bit better of a bat, a little drop off on the fielding. See how it works, and I don't think it's gonna work. I just I don't know. I just I have this feeling that the Yankees are way too attached to Gary Sanchez for some reason, and I just well, I, I, hate, I hate I hate that I feel that way, and I feel like they're just saying this just to shut us up for a little while, and then they're going to bring it back and be like, oh, we didn't find anybody that was suitable to the Yankees. We still have faith in Gary Sanders because of his bat. He's a, he can be an MVP, MVP player if he wants to be, yada, yada, yada. Like, I feel like every year it's like, oh, this is this is Gary's last I mean, chance. This, this always, this always <laughs> it literally always happens, and I feel like every single year it's always like an article comes out, and it's who's the most undervalued player on the New York Yankees lineup. And it's always Gary Sanchez because he can win an MVP because he is an amazing bat because he hit 30 home runs the month of May in 2016. Like that, it, it literally is like clockwork every single year that happens. And he's always like the potential MVP in the Yankees that it may be hidden in the lineup and never happens. And that's what keeps, keeps him in there. I think you're right and wrong at the same time. Like I think that's, that's my middle name right no, there. No, I just think that... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that this year is a little different because I think all of the previous years that has absolutely been the thing. I think he this sucked. year there's just not – no, I'm not – it has nothing to do with his year. I'm just – there's not a suitable free agent out there that I really would be – That's the other thing. There's no, nothing the staring you in the face. So, like, whatever every catcher that's a free agent right now signs for, I don't think they would be worth it for the Yankees. Like, Zunino. I agree. And, who you know, whoever I else. I think so they'd like, have to package there's just not somebody – suitable. In a trade. In a trade, yes, sure. And if that happens, great. But free agent-wise, I'm not mad that we're not in talks for Mike Zunino right now. I yeah. disagree. I need somebody that can catch the ball, and I don't give a fuck if you swing a uh, a wooden spoon up at the plate. It does not matter to me. I want somebody to catch. If you're an automatic out, so be it. Catch the fucking ball. You're a catcher. Well, Jerry is an automatic backstops out. To put yeah, back but there. Gary's an automatic out, and he doesn't what catch. What if I told you you could have both? You could have somebody that strikes <laughs> yeah. out every time and only catches the ball like 80%. I would tell you, though, I would stop watching baseball probably, and that's probably what's going to happen. It's now. a 30 for 30 right there. What if I told yeah. you? What if I told you? We have a <laughs> guy that get... sucks behind the plate and at the plate. At the and he makes time. $10 million a year and is – Constantly put in the top ten catchers. The man who's been riding his career off of a five. He might win an MVP. (laughs) I love people that are like, why don't you like 
take out the injuries in 2021 and look what he did. Like, yeah, he still sucked ass. Like, yeah, how you, do you explain you 2020 out, and 2019 and 2018? Like, if you take out the it's injuries, not like, if you take out the injuries, the strikeouts, the laziness, the just pass balls, pass balls, the baseball IQ the baseball of a fucking IQ, pineapple. And if he was good at catching and hitting the baseball, he'd be a really good catcher. <laughs> Agreed. So last. Fuck him. Last note on this. <laughs> I fucking hate him so much. Last note on this. Dude, on this I can't wait. I can't wait for. I'm gonna say it. I can't wait for him to be good next year. He's. I. And we can. Whatever. Great. Great. I hope he. I hope he is. Fucking yeah, fantastic. Great. Awesome. Good. Oh, he's, he's totally gonna be the catcher, isn't he? Yes, he is. It's all smoke. And he's, and he's gonna hit two thirty. No, he's not. Home he's no, thirty. He's, so he's getting better. Here's what's gonna happen. Right, he's gonna hit. He's gonna hit a home run game one. And that's going to take him until the whole month. Everyone's going to be like, oh, Gary's back. Yeah, that'll buy him enough time. Yeah, that'll buy him like time. Gary haters at now. Pussies. How many times yeah. do... Fuck you, right, Gary haters. Fuck you. How many, yeah, everybody's say awfully us, quiet How many now. times is Yankee Land going to say Gary's back next year? Over-under. Over-under Over, is, is a good bet right Over, here. I'm going to say point five Over, because he's going to be on the Tigers. I'll make it five. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll... <laughs> I'll make it five and a half. You really think that? <laughs> uh, no, but God, I fucking hope so. I yeah, we'll take I Romine you were back. Say what you you usually say is like he's gonna go to the glue factory. Or <laughs> that would be that would be ideal. He's I hope he's in the KBO or KBL by the time. I don't fuck him. He doesn't even deserve that. They, they get treated like kings in there. He, <laughs> what the fuck do you know about the KBO? More than oh, it is KBO. <laughs> I, I believe it. You he needs know what to, I've been through. You know what? <laughs> Gary Sanchez needs to take over for the catcher from fucking Major League. When they called him, he's in the like fucking oh, Mexican wow. league that wow, is in like, a fucking trailer. Like <laughs> that's the where catcher from Major League. Crash? I think his name was Taylor. No, it Crash was. Davis. That's Bull Durham. Yeah, that was. I think his Jake, name was Jake Taylor, Taylor in Major League. Jake oh. Taylor. Jake Taylor. That's where Gary Sanchez needs to be next time he gets a fucking phone call from a Major League team. You're thinking of Crash Davis, and you're just slandering Crash Davis by saying Kevin Costner. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think there's an, a 100% chance that Gary Sanchez is the starting catcher. And you know what? The funniest thing is he's probably not going to catch opening day again because of <laughs> yep. Gary yeah, fucking The, the Dude, only right, starting catcher about, that can't catch opening day. Can we talk about how many bad catchers there are in Major League Baseball? There really aren't that many good catchers. catchers. We can have a whole episode about that. Yeah. We get um, like there's 29 of them to talk about. It, there's like JT Romuto and, and then everybody else, yeah. and then Gary Sanchez, dude. JT and Buster Romuto's Posey, but he's done. Fast. <laughs> he's done. Yeah, like, we should get Buster Posey to come out of retirement. That's exactly who I want. Circle it. <laughs> call, oh, imagine I called my shot on that. He's gonna come out of retirement. Why the fuck would he? Do that? That's actually the that's actually the <laughs> last person who that? would ever come to the Yankees. Yeah, right the now. guy who is a borderline Hall of Fame. He's probably a Hall of Fame. Who just I say borderline off. just because he rode oh, off into the sunset. Yeah, I was about to say he rode off into the sunset. Rode off into the sunset with his two new adopted kids. He's got a perfect, happy family. Like, Lives you know, in California. I'm gonna uproot my we life a, and move three thousand miles to come out. We of have retirement. a better chance of signing Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> Gary Sanchez Buster has Posey. a better shot of being good than we have at getting fucking Buster Posey. Um, yeah. I think that is the last one I have for Smoker Fire. But in other Can we news, talk about Chris Taylor some more because Chris Taylor just has me all fired up. 
That's what Listen, he is my Starling Marte. And I I want I'm him so bad. All in on Chris Taylor. I just don't see him as the same like star powered player. And maybe that's because he did Starling Marte's not up. a superstar. Just shut the fuck up for a second. I wish I had a button to <laughs> mute you. Like I you can't do. just finish a sentence. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think you do have a button to mute him. I do. It's over there though. I'm laying I'm leaning back. I'm all comfortable. Um Lost my train of thought. I mean, he yeah, he big he just fork. hasn't gotten the reps that you like. You you see a guy right now who came from the Dodgers because they always have a deep outfield with AJ Pollock and everybody that's in the outfield, and they go to another team like Jock Peterson now, and he's a stud. So maybe that's what a similar situation to Chris Taylor. Like you haven't given him enough run by himself. So maybe that's to his credit another reason why we should go after him. That's what I was going to say before I was fucking rudely interrupted. But I personally, personally, Luke Rella speaking, I don't get as juiced up downstairs about signing a guy like Chris Taylor over Starla Marte. That's me. Continue now, you fucking botch galoot. Maybe we should move I on think, now, just because. No, I don't. <laughs> I I just want to talk about him some more. Like, talk I, about I him. Really Go for it. I think he's somebody that we should be talking about right now. And I think. So talk about it. What do you got? If I see, I no, I just. You want to talk guy, about it? Say it. <laughs> every time I try to talk, you're like, "Oh no, talk. Go ahead." No, I think no, that so he feels. Oh, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. You're killing me. You're Go killing for me. it. <laughs> No, I think he radio. fills a lot of the gaps that we need, and I feel like he's a, we're going to get him at a decent rate if we do. And I don't really think we're going to get him, but I, I don't see a reason why we shouldn't. He plays center field. He plays shortstop. We have injuries all over the place every year. I don't think that's going to stop. And he can play literally anywhere except for catcher, which is a shame because if he could play catcher, that's a no-brainer. But do you he think- hits for a decent average. He's a solid fielder. He's a base runner. He's gritty. Like, what's not to love? That's it. Chandler, what do you think? You're He's un- one of my favorite unmuted. players in baseball, not on the Yankees. Permission you're, you're, to speak, you're, sir. You're, you're unmuted. Yeah. I can tell you're a little upset about Thanks, that. Thanks, boss, that I'm allowed to speak again. Um, no, I don't know why where you got this fucking notion that Starlin Marte is a superstar. You're at 24% now. What? What? We'll talk later. His what patience. What does that even mean? Nothing. I'm oh, with you. I see I, what you mean. I, I don't. Uh. I think Starlin Marte... <laughs> Is that's, a little bit that's fine overrated as well. I just don't. I don't think he's overrated. I think he's properly rated by everybody in the world other than Luke. <laughs> I just so, said. I just I said there's opportunity for him to be good. No, you said he's he, that he doesn't have the star power of Starling Marte. Like you're bringing in fucking prime Ken Griffey Jr. Just doesn't get. I I'm well, just saying we're he doesn't get my this. juices flowing the same way that Starling Marte you're, does. No, I my. My juices are flowing. Your juices aren't my juices, Merv. My juices only get moved by things that I like, not I don't you. Want your juices. Okay, don't fucking touch my juices then. All right, yuck. <laughs> yuck, yuck is right. All right, is that enough? We're done talking about Chris Taylor. Or do you want to keep going on him? It'd be a good signing. It'd be great. I'd love to keep going. I, I had a very I my boss at work is a big Dodgers fan, and I had a long conversation with him today about how badly I want Chris Taylor, and he said he'd cry if he has to see him go. And I don't blame him. Do you think he's I, overhyped because he only does well in the playoffs? Or like he not only no, does well, I, but, but I'm I'm not saying this because of his playoff performance. I he was on my fantasy team this year. I personally don't really I've never really I don't remember watching really him play in the regular season. I just remember him going off in the playoffs. 
No, he's in the regular season, team. he was he was very, very good in the beginning of the year. And then he dropped off a little bit because he had some nagging injuries and then figured it out in the playoffs. But if he even if he's a 250 hitter for the Yankees, he fills so many voids. He's the base runner that we need. Like the fourth highest batting Dude, average on the team. Exactly. Exactly. And it's we're talking fucking, about, yeah, this guy sucks. Bro, leadoff hitter right there. EJ didn't even hit 250 or barely hit 250. But like he he's like the kind of guy that we're talking about how we need. We need a guy that can steal bases, that can field the ball, and that can get on base. That, right. I, like I feel like that's Chris Taylor, and I feel like we can get him at a decent price. I don't think the Yankees are going to go for him. There's no indication that they are, but I feel like he's something we should talk about. We've and if talked. I'm Cashman, I'm getting him. Okay. I, I wouldn't be upset about it. He's I, the cherry I, on top that we're talking about. I agree. I, I, that's what I was about to say. I don't think that he would cost a whole lot. In comparison to, I think Starlin Marte will cost a little more. So maybe because of that whole factor of it, which is a big part of this whole puzzle that's going to come together, is is money, and maybe this makes more sense because one, he plays more positions; two, he doesn't have a household name in the same way that I think Starlin Marte does, which maybe that that isn't a real thing. Maybe that's a figment of my imagination, but I I think he would come at a, a lower price than that of Starla Marte. And maybe that's because he does play a bunch of different positions. He doesn't have like a true identity so that he hasn't really like slated himself as like, this is what I am. And that maybe costs him a little more, a little money, which kind of doesn't make sense if you think about it. Cause he's, he's got more to offer, but I don't know. Maybe that's a part of it. Maybe that's why cool. people don't look he at him. He doesn't steal as many bags. He doesn't hit for quite as high of an average. He's not a household name. Okay. So he is a household. Name. Thank you. There is one other thing. I wouldn't mind talking about. I know we talked about Semyon would be settling. I read an interesting little tidbit about we have Peraza and Volpe on their way up that are supposed to be two sh- stud shortstops. If we bring in Semyon for like three to five years, which Seeger and Correa are going to be much longer than that. So toss Glaber to the As a transition I'm I'm th- I'm thinking like this is in coordinates with like a trade where we get rid of Glaber for say Matt Olson. If that trade happens, then this is more realistic. But if we bring in Simeon as a little buffer, like hold me over for those two to come up a little holdover, I think he'd be more than serviceable in that role if we can get him for like three years. I don't want that though. I want I want to win. I don't want to. I, so, I, don't, I don't want someone to hold us over. Away. I don't think he takes no away. Shit. From you want to win. Thanks. I want to win dude. too, but I I think that we're like overlooking how good Trevor Simeon. Is. No, I'm just saying like I like Trevor Simeon. That, that, Trevor Simeon. That mindset right wow. there is just like oh, wow. let's just we're gonna wait until we have other people to win. Yeah, I'm with you. Like He's I don't to want terms with Saints quarterback Trevor Simeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know his name is Marcus. I yeah. I I thought it was interesting. I think it makes a little bit of sense because no, it would it would make sense if we're trying to win in four years. But and just for that position alone, it makes sense. If we, for some reason, can't get Seager, this is why I'm saying it's not like settling. I guess it is because I'm saying if we don't get Seager and we don't get Correa. I just said, you know, what, That's if, the definition no, of settling it, is you don't get what you I, okay, originally yeah, want yeah, and you yeah. get but the it's second not a bust. Best. It's not a bust on the postseason. Plan B would be. <laughs> this is plan C. <laughs> That's plan, settling. Plan C. All right. It's I settling, think it's plan it's settling, C. But I'd it's rather not have a story. Bust. You're right. Fuck we haven't even talked about story. We haven't talked about for a because there has, there I'd rather have Simeon than Story. No. Simeon, no. I don't want Simeon. He's like 32. I don't really want him either. That's why it's a three-year deal. We'd have Let's clip this and we get him, and then he goes off and wins the championship. 35? I don't know, man. I would. I think I'd feel a lot uh, 
the warm fuzzy a lot more if I had Correa or Seager Manning shortstop than Marcus Simeon. Especially yeah, considering gonna go, he's going to go back to Toronto and he's going to kill us for three years. Probably. That's Can fine. Can I be honest? Sure. I really want Correa. Yeah, I'm starting to talk myself. I'm coming it. around on Correa. I'll admit it. Because also you see what Cashman says, and, and I mean, he literally said, like, I don't give – he basically said, and I'll translate here, I don't give a fuck if the fans don't like him. He's a damn good player. And that's the mentality I have. It's like he, he's just saying it's not that's not on my radar, the, how he'll so, be perceived coming into New York. I was watching he's the also, Michael He also said this about him too, sorry, Murph, that he's a tough guy and, like, he can handle it. And I, I agree. I think he can handle it, so – I was listening to Michael K show and I forget if it was Michael or if it was somebody else on the show said that when the Yankees signed Stan, they went to judge and said, Hey, like, what do you think basically? And he was okay with it. And so they're saying that if they go through the same thing and the front office is okay with it and the players are okay with it, more importantly, then fine. Then why if the, the fuck players are okay care, with yeah. it, who the hell are we? Like, yeah. if if they're willing to play with him, then fine. Like this if has bring impact him in on and us. They have, yeah, yeah. This I has mean, impact like, on us because we we put a lot of time and investment into this this whole thing. But like these guys actually got cheated out of a World Series from their careers. Like, if, <laughs> if they exactly. actually don't give a fuck, then I don't give a fuck. Yeah, who am I to say we shouldn't bring in Craig because he was on that team? If Judge says it's fine, who was cheated like, if, out of an MVP that year by his team, right? Exactly. If Judge is okay with it, I'm fine. I'll need to hear that though out of his mouth. Yeah, that's the thing. If and there's I, an I article or if there's that. a quotation, if there's a whatever, like, oh, he said this and it's just like a broken down description of what he said, I'm not gonna believe it. I need to hear it from his mouth. Did I see that he I do did I, did I see that he did he had batting practice with Correa? Like he was he was training with him? No. At with, some point, with, I think with, I, I would have heard about. I think I would have heard with about that. Glaber, you're thinking of him and Glaber. Yeah. No, I think I heard that somewhere. I'll check my my sources. Pretty sure I'd it was be like very. If that happened, I feel that would have blew like, up if that actually happened. That would have been think, a huge deal. I think he. I think he doesn't hate Correa. I think he hates Altuve. I mean, because the you? MVP thing took the picture down and all that shit. Just, yeah. I, I don't think he has the same feelings of animosity towards Correa, and I think the whole league. Uh, not whole league. Like I think, I, I just think that's kind of the vibe I get from from Correa right now. I don't know. As long as there's a hazing period, I'm cool with it. I said that before. Meanwhile, yeah. he he, he I would was, like to see that he was the biggest though. piece of shit, and he he deserves like everything he, he got. He was the third biggest. No, he was the second biggest. Piece he was the of second shit. biggest. Altuve was the first biggest piece of shit. He was the second biggest. Who was the third? Bregman. I th- see. I think Springer then Bregman. Not Springer. Springer didn't do shit. Nah, Springer. I think Springer's Springer didn't do anything. Bregman he he moved on. I feel like I, I, everyone forgot about that. He moved on. It's just because he's not on the Astros. Anymore. I know. Like, yeah, it's like and yeah. he had he had like he basically had like the Madden curse. He had like such an injury riddled year this year that it's like I think that would that's oh, I that would probably would be like what the curse is when you leave. I mean, obviously Gurriel. Probably Gurriel's third. No, he just I just don't like his face. I don't really, I don't really <laughs> dislike him, but he just like well, people us were all booing. Time. Um, fuck! I mix him up all the time. He's Who not very outspoken. That's people why. were booing his brother because he was. Yeah, a, he's related. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's related to Yuli Korea. It's just ridiculous. Um, all right, I think it's getting late. Uh, just to close out the show, there's a few little news and notes that I wanted to hit. 
the preseason rankings were out. Did you guys see that? It was the way too early preseason ra- uh, power rankings. It's a terrible. Image. We were at seven. It was Braves, Dodgers, Rays, Brewers, White Sox, Astros, Yankees, Giants, Red Sox, Blue Jays. That makes sense. The Braves are at top. If they weren't, that uh, there there was a, an NFL ranking one time that was I think it was when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. The following power ranking that came out was not the Eagles on top. It's like how do you do that? How do you, <laughs> how do you, they just fucking won the thing? How, how are you without? No, I make without I get it, though. their two be- without two of their three best players and their best pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, if the, I'm saying if the Braves weren't there, even as is, they just won. You, there's no information that tells you that they could should not be number one right now. So. If that doesn't show how crazy baseball is as a sport, yeah. like that's just wild. Like the fact that a team can have what 88 wins, go into the postseason, lose their two best pitchers because they also lost Morton mm-hmm. and win a World Series. Yeah. Other news and notes from around the league is uh, Judge Silver Slugger claps around for him. Snaps, claps. Um, Joey Gallo, gold glove. Yay. Let's keep that going. Um, I'm actually not as low on Joey Gallo going into this year. He's going to strike out a fuck low. We're probably going to be pissed off at him. And I, I feel like that feeling of not being low on him, like, I feel like that'll fade right when he strikes out a couple, like, 100 times to start the year. But as of right now, I, I don't feel upset about him. Maybe it's because he got the gold uh, glove. Maybe it's, I don't know. Also, uh, Cole... Loisaga, Judge, and Stanton, right? We're up for first team. Were they? Yeah. I think they were all in, like, the nominees. Claps to them. Um, and last thing I wanted to get uh, was Brian Cashman said the Yankees have expectation and optimism that – wait for it, Damon. Ready to have your heart broken again? Get your hopes back up. That Clint Frazier <laughs> – Dealt with last season, the stuff you dealt with will not be an issue as he enters the next season. What was the issue? Be like a legitimate, like, like where's where's this place? I would love and to hear what wait, the Brennan issue was. Brendan Cuddy added after that in the thread. Uh, Cashman also added that Clint Frazier has been back doing baseball activities. Didn't want to get into the details of Frazier dealt with last season. Said Frazier will talk about it when he's ready. Last season okay. aside, like we don't have to talk about that. Where does he fit in the lineup? I mean, he he, he like sucked when he played, so he doesn't. I'm, I'm I'm if he had stuff going on, fine. But we don't even have to talk about that. I'm saying like, even at the best that Frazier ever was, where is he? It depends on the construction of it after free agency and trades. Because if we add Does Reynolds it? and we add Marte and all that, he's got no place. But does he have a place if we don't add them though? Because he can't really play center. Judge isn't going to play center. Gal is probably not going to play center. I think Stan's going to play a lot more outfield. So. I mean, we but saw it. Also, I mean, we have Gallo and Judge. Those are the corners. I don't think he has much of a place. Again, that'd be. I wouldn't be upset to have him on the roster as depth. That's a pretty damn good depth piece. But I think he's he's shown that he's not going to be a starter, at least for the Yankees. So maybe no maybe 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 this is them trying to bring his value back up. Say, hey, yeah, he's been doing baseball activities. In reality, in not reality, he's not, and they ship him out to to fucking San Diego. Nah. I hope that's not the case. I hope for his sake that he is our fourth outfielder and does a great job. But I, he's not going to be the fourth outfielder. We're upgrading well, at the center field, so assuming what we have now, assuming we do that, if we we're, I think we're going to get. I think I think there's ninety nine point nine nine percent chance that we get one of Marte, Chris Taylor, or Brian Reynolds. Do you throw Chris Bryant in there? 
I know. Play a little out. Not, not in the 99.99% thing. I He's think probably going to go to the Mariners. You think 99.99% would get one, one of those three? three? But probably one of the two. Because I don't think I think Reynolds it's 98%. Yeah, without Brian Reynolds, it's still 98%. Yeah. You get really? You have that? You're that? I, no, I don't that? agree. I don't agree. I'm just I saying. I think it is going to be. Wait, hold on. You said Marte. You're saying it's basically 100% that we're going to get either Marte or Chris Taylor. That's what I said. No, nah, I don't think so. Okay. I think That's that there is a 65% chance we get one of them. Now, less, 40%. Now, what, I think now, it's what probably you, now, what if you parlay that? that now, what if you parlay that and say, what's the chances you get both? I, I feel like there's a decent <laughs> chance of. Like, could, I, could I don't happen. think that they're, they're not mutually exclusive. I'll yeah, say. you're right. Because what because if Chris you, Taylor plays ever? Yeah, you, I mean, you could you could technically miss out on a big name shortstop and get Chris Taylor plus Marte and have Chris Taylor be that filling guy at, and then get an, the rest and then pitching. get another infielder and get more pitching. So. Yeah, and then you get Rodon, Gosman, Kershaw, Verlander. Yeah, yeah the beauty the beauty of the way this offseason could go down is that we have a lot of holes, so we could pivot to different areas. <laughs> so like we're, we're we're we 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 need other things. So it's like yeah, if this didn't work out, we can. We still need this other stuff, so we're gonna go get that. Chandler, you I okay? Still it, I still think it's shortstop yeah. or bust, though. I'm fantastic. You in New York already? Chandler just fell asleep yeah. for a little bit. He pulled the pulled the me. Fell asleep with his eyes open. Check the tape. He just pulled the me. All right, I think that'll do it for us. Chandler is going to be in New York for the next episode. Snaps, claps, 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 claps for Chandler. Claps for Chandler. Woo! Moving to New York City, the, the big, big city, the Big Apple, the Big Apple. Big What's the Welcome first to thing the you're gonna do? You're gonna get a you're gonna get a New York slice. From, <laughs> Just best say that Sabaro. <laughs> first thing we gotta we gotta show you what you need. I mean, you've been in New York City with us before, but yeah, classic Sabaro slice. Go to the Chili's in Times Square, or something <laughs> real classic. Go to this real authentic Italian restaurant called Olive Garden in Times Square. Yeah. God, that's if you think the city's so good. <laughs> what? Yeah, you let me go to Glens Falls. The Glens Falls Olive Garden is even better. <laughs> there is a Glens Falls Olive Garden. I've never uh, been. I'm not surprised. I heard it's lovely. It's like the five star dining in Glens Falls. No, we're gonna get some banging Thai food when you come here. That sounds fantastic. That's on our we don't have he talks about food. he talks about Thai food all the time, but I've seen him get it probably once. Me? Don't you guys have a yeah. Thai truck like right outside your? Uh... No, that's the halal guy. It's a halal truck. Oh. I haven't had his stuff. I get no, I get Thai food like once a month. I haven't I had Thai food like twice a week. Extra. He gets it a lot. I haven't yeah. I haven't gotten maybe this is a conversation once once we hit stop record, but like people if you like this, whatever, stick around. Uh leave us a rating and review and uh subscribe to the YouTube if you want hundred and sixty one dollars. That'll end today's show. We're gonna continue talking about Thai food. See you guys later. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya!
The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.